Hey, thanks for checking out the Ham and Spam Retro Review. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe, leave a like, or leave a comment, whatever platform you listen to this on. And also remember, there's always additional content on our website, hamandspam.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy it. For even more content, check out our friends Nick and Brandon over at their podcast, Talk or Go Home. Said as soon as I'm ready. Why well, didn't know you were like ready? Ready. Okay. Well, well, we're recording. Oh, uh, welcome to this week's episode, everybody. Uh, this is number thirty-three. I don't know. Episodes ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> I won't say it's thirty-three until I'm corrected. I think it's thirty-four. Actually, I have no idea. I have no. I idea. lost track after four. <laughs> do you know what our fourth episode was? I do not. It's Star uh, Star Far Fox. Was uh, it not? <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Anyway. We'll do all this in post-editing. Probably not. We are recording again the day of release. Um, Hammy, this week's game is? Star Wars Rogue Squadron. One of your favorite games growing oh, up. Oh, man, I love this game. December 98. 98 was a good year. Oh, yeah, it was. The first year of uh, high school. It was. Um, technically. Uh, technically. I mean, if you want to sit there and split hairs. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, uh, fantastic game. I mean, what a time to be alive, you know as a Star Wars fan in 1998, because you didn't know what episode one was going to be at the time. You, you had such high hopes. Now, that was great before and up to episode one. Right. Afterwards, not so much. Afterwards, you're like, wow, this was such a letdown. I wish I could go back to 1998. So guess what we're doing? We're going back to 1998. Um, full disclosure, because that's my new favorite thing. I'm, I'm still a little under the weather. You'll probably hear it. You're probably going to hear minute little coughs here and there i do apologize on the front side uh good news though we did get our youtube channel technically off the ground and running the bad news is i'm coughing in the background quite a bit <laughs> the better news is it's quite hilarious watching you go through all of your lives uh yeah in less than five minutes yeah i'm uh it took me a little bit to get the uh to get the controls down and even after i kind of got the controls down i still struggled so I struggle with this game. This is not Star Fox. Star Fox was my was my fighter game for N sixty four, but I did have a lot of pl- fun playing this. Uh, well, it's hard going back to the N sixty four controller, right? The, the the single analog. And I told you, it's really good for flying games like your Star Fox and maybe your Rogue Squadron to a bit. But man, once you kind of get used to that two stick layout, it's hard backtracking a little bit. It is, but um, I did enjoy playing it. It's about a about a fifteen minute long video. Um, again, lots of me coughing, lots of me sucking at this game. But more more than anything, it was just a test run to see how this worked, and I thought it did a pretty good job. I did too. Um, it looks pretty good. So maybe fingers crossed going forward, we we can post some videos of us playing and you know jabbing at each other. Um, now, whenever I did the recording, it was just me by myself about ten o'clock at night um, and trying to get everything synced up and everything. But hey, it, it worked. It, it's there. It's content. And hopefully, going forward, we can get a little bit of uh, all the games we're going forward with. So. Go and go watch it. 
Yeah, uh, it's on our YouTube page, uh, Ham and Spam YouTube page, I guess. Uh, if you search Ham and Spam, there's a ton of videos, so you'll have to keep looking. Just look for our logo. We got subscribe. A link. We got a link to it, don't we, on HamandSpam.com? It is. It is on HamandSpam.com. You can throw just, it up on uh, Twitter as well. Sure, sure. Uh, just go and subscribe, and uh, hopefully you'll get some better quality videos from a um, from a audio standpoint, or from a commentary standpoint, rather. So And a gameplay standpoint. Uh, it's, it's neither here nor there. Um, but hey, the the upcoming games though, we've got a lot of good ones coming up. So hopefully, be some that people actually want to see us play. Maybe so. I'll probably see you play and me commentate over. That's probably what it needs to be. Mm. Maybe not the very next one, but I don't know. I kind of like watching you play and <laughs> and struggle and and ripping it apart. Well, anyway. I really wish that people had seen the Mortal Kombat two <laughs> gameplay. Oh wow! To yeah, see you get bodied by Baraka in the first round. Ha ha ha! I, in my defense, I was trying to get everything set up, so I'm just trying to see. Well, we kind of talked about it just a little bit. There was an audio lag, and I was trying to figure out how to do the audio lag and and play at the same time. (laughs) And I was losing to Baraka very badly. Which, by the way, we asked last week if anyone knew how to help us. Do we ever hear anything back? No. No. Okay, thanks. What I ended up having to do was using the Elgato capture um, to to video and using GarageBand to record, and then I had to sync them up manually. Okay. But once I got it, it was fine. That's not bad. But that wasn't too, too bad. There, was, there wasn't there was any kind of backtrack through the headphones. Uh, everybody got to hear the audio from the game. They got to hear my commentary as well. So Sweet. At least going forward, we've got we got something to work with. Yeah. Now, it's probably going to be terrible, and people are going to laugh at us, but that's why we have a podcast. You know? <laughs> who, who would ever thought that we would have lasted, you know, 30-something episodes by now? So Yeah. So, all right, well, let's uh, let's jump into the game. Okay, yeah. Um, Rogue Squadron, come out December 98. Dead, based on a very popular comic book series. It is. X-Wing Rogue Squadron. Uh, and this right here follows uh, Luke Skywalker and his Rogue Squadron. I yep. think we've already said that three times now. Now, the timeline for this takes place... Uh, I apologize for that little interruption. Slight break. Hammy got Hammy got spammed on his cell phone and and lost it just a little bit. I you lady. know uh, this morning has been rough. Well, well, I woke up. I had three of those in the span of about ten minutes. Oh wow! I've gotten to where I just I actually talk to them and mess with them and and like tick them off to the point they don't call back. Well, I just told that lady, "Is like, how do I get on the do not call list?" And she hung up on me. Well. You're a lot better than I am because uh, I've got stories upon stories of stuff that I've done. Yeah, that should not be shared on this podcast. Well, well, I'll say one. A guy was trying to sell me a home, a home, uh, uh, home entertainment system is what I want to say. Home, home security. security I remember this. Yeah, and I told him that I had a dog, and he said, "Oh, really? What kind of dog?" And I told him, "I said, well, it's not really a dog; it's a cat." And uh, he said, "Really? You have a cat?" I said, "Yeah, we call him Dog." I said, "He's big. He's a big cat." He said, "Oh, really? What kind of cat is?" I said. It's a cougar, like your mom. And he just started laughing. He says, man, I won't put you on a do not call list, but you got me. Good job. <laughs> so. Nice. Yeah. I've uh, I, I've made it quite a quite an entertaining thing at work where people come and stand in my doorway while I talk to these people now. Well, if, if you're a listener and you're one of those people who, who makes those calls, stop it. <laughs> Nobody likes that. So anyway, back to the, what was, what was I saying? The timetable for, time for this for is... Uh, it's between uh, the first movie and the third movie. Right. And by first movie and third movie, I mean episode four, four and episode six. <laughs> it's between A New Hope and Return of the Jedi. <laughs> and Rogue Squadron was somewhat established at the end of New Hope. You, know, you had Red, Red Squadron. Right. You had Luke uh, Skywalker, Wedge, and Tilly's, who would be the 
lead the two leaders mm-hmm. for Rogue Squadron going forward. Uh, if you notice, I think in uh, I think in later in, in Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. they referred to themselves as Rogues. Yes, Rogue Squadron. Yes, and I think maybe for uh, Return of the Jedi, they caught, went back to red. But a but a cool thing is if you and I don't know if they actually meant for this to happen, and I know you're not huge on the new Star Wars movies, but they all the rogues in episode five, episode six, if they were calling out the call numbers, there's never a rogue one because rogue one was the original rogue from Star Wars Rogue One between yeah. three and four. Is what what the canon yeah. is anyway. Well Rogue One's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed Rogue One. Um, it was really good. But yeah, I mean you had that rogue leader. Right. Was Luke and then eventually Wedge. And I do want to say one thing. The uh, family guy, Blue Harvest, where it's like Rogue One standing by, Rogue Two standing by, Red Fox, or uh, Red One, Red yeah, One, Red, Red, Red Fox, Fox standing by. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so you're following Luke as he's the leader of Rogue Squadron at this point, and it's, the Rebel Alliance is still struggling with the Empire. So right. you're having to do these missions, like little hit and runs, maybe defend some escaping rebels so it, it's it's a lot of fun it's a pretty cool concept well this game came out uh was started in development a year prior to the new star wars movie and we, we referenced it on the front side that you know there's a lot of a lot of ambition a lot of a lot of noise coming out with the new star wars movies and the updated graphics and what it could be um and then it was released like six months before the movie so it was super super hot and uh, especially coming out in December, you know, you got the holiday season right there. So, I mean, it was a really it, – it sold really well because uh, they, they released it all at the same time. I remember when that movie came out. <coughs> and I remember being excited for it. I didn't. I never went and saw it in theaters. Yeah. Uh, but I remember people coming back and they were just – Just disappointed. Dejected. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a too awful bad movie. I just think Jar Jar Binks killed it, like, seriously. It went way too cartoony. The yeah. The – what they called the Gungans – yeah, the, the, they, they were stupid. Them, you got Jar Jar Binks, and then they kind of messed around with the Minichlorian thing, and that was just kind of weird. That was garbage. I hated so, that. And I hated, I, in my mind, that that was uh, that was all lies. Well, it, I mean, it, it could be. I don't, Episode two and three were good, though. I did like them. I, I like three. I like two pretty well, but I really did like three. And yeah. Again, you knew the outcome of the story. You know what's going to happen. You know who's going to survive. You know who's not going to survive. But it was cool seeing it. It was cool seeing it. How they had to. I mean, they had to tell the story some way or another. Right. And I thought they did a good job of it. But so. anyway, back back to Rogue Squadron. Well, well, I, I say all <laughs> that to say this, um, and I don't know if you want to get into this right now about the hidden vehicles and stuff in it. Uh, I well, we'll, we'll go through okay. the ships, okay? If you want to, um, the standard ship is the X-wing. Sure, it's your typical. Balance, good balance of defense and weapons. You right. know, nothing super special. You can close what they call the S folds, which is makes the wings instead of four makes it look like two. Right, you go faster, but you can't uh, fire your weapons in that mode. Right. Uh, you've got R two D two. I thought it was cool that your shields, when you take damage, they can regenerate. Yeah, and that's R two working on them. But if you okay. take too much damage, R two screams and gets fried, and he can't fix them. He can't fix them. I- well, maybe that's what happened to me quite a bit. <laughs> uh, but you, I didn't know. I didn't know that the that the wing, wings could pinch. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if that was a button that I just didn't find out or what. Yeah, it's one of the C buttons. Okay. Well, I, I was pushing one of the C buttons, and I think that was my secondary with my heavy weapon. Mm-hmm. And um, was uh, like you hold Z, and like you can look all the way around the ship, mm-hmm. but you can't fly it when you hold the Z button. Or maybe it was R. One of them. 
Again, I'm trying to go to Star Fox and do a barrel roll. I'm sitting there screaming, do a barrel roll, do a barrel roll. So, <laughs> now, I will say this, man. I was, and a lot of people know this, I was a huge, huge Star Wars nerd. Oh, yeah. And before junior high and high school. Before episode one. Uh, no, even okay, even even okay. the prequels, you know, somewhat. Um, but I really loved X-Wings. Just something oh, yeah. about them. They're, they're the most iconic fighter from Star Wars. Oh, absolutely. Um, and... God, I, I've got so many. When I was a kid, I collected so many like toys and models of X wings, Legos. I mean, Legos was a big thing. Legos. Um, I I never had the Legos actually, but I got. I've still got it, and I I've, I've still got it somewhere. It's a uh, pretty big toy of an X wing, and you like can take the pilot cast. out. Yeah. You can take the uh, R two unit out. Okay. And see, so they had stripes on their wings mm-hmm. to denote, which you know, like. Uh, and a new hope luke was red five so you okay. had five stripes okay stuff like that that's cool but the x-wing was awesome it's, it's my personal favorite yeah as far as the rebel ships go um i don't know why i've always been more of a more an empire fan I, I don't know why i've always liked the bad guys i like the bad guys in every movie you like heels i do i'm a heel empire was a cool it's a cool uh, enemy cool or cool bad guy rather well i mean just vader in general you yeah. take vader's ship it's just you know he's the best at it. I mean, what can you say? Then, uh, then you had the Wild Wings, which were featured in New Hope. Right. Those, uh, not a big fan of those. They had strong defense, but they were slow. Yeah. But they had, uh, they had a secondary weapon and a special weapon. Okay. Secondary was bombs. Just basically did bombs. They were big bombers. Uh, the special weapon was ion cannon, which basically disabled a ship, didn't destroy it. Because there were some uh, missions we had to disable stuff without mm-hmm. destroying it. You had an ion cannon. There's even one mission, and I'll talk about it later, but an X-Wing gets an ion cannon on it. Okay. Which is weird because why didn't you just use the Y-Wing in that mission, but whatever. It was slow. I think you could use an R2 unit on it because not all of them had them. Right. Um, next, you had the A-Wing. The A-Wing was really cool. Yeah, the, uh, the A-Wing was one. Uh, is that the one that was in the last mission? The... Um Cannon, cannon run? No. Oh. Well. No, that was a T-16 Skyhopper. Well, there you go. Say that shows you how much I know I, about. Look, listen, man. You know, I, t- I talked about trying to hold back on the Zelda game. Right. It's and- hard to hold back on, on this. <laughs> now, I don't mess with Star Wars after after Disney <coughs> after Disney bought it. Easy, easy. I didn't think we were going to get into this right now. We, 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 I mean, I could I could do a rant, uh, but it will divide everyone. Well, it's my favorite. It's my favorite Hammy is when Hammy goes on a rant. We might do it at the end. I might let you. I might give you I, the floor. No, no, I don't want to divide. Okay. Okay. Sad. So I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> There, there is no episode well, past the, six. Well, I mean, honestly, the reason, one of the reasons why we did this game at this point is because the new Star Wars is coming out yeah. um, this this coming week. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we kind of wanted to kind of capture some of that magic. You know, people's going to be looking for Star Wars on podcast. And if you want to know how I really feel, hopefully the last Star Wars. <laughs> Until they come out with one movie and said, hey, episode seven through nine were just a bad dream. Those didn't happen. <laughs> wow. You're get, I think you're getting Star Wars and Game of Thrones mixed up. No, they're both they're both equally <laughs> crap in my. Anyway, let's 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 just. I'll just leave it with Disney, <laughs> Disney took something we all love, Star Wars, took it out back, shot it, defecated on it, handed it back to us. The A wing. What other? Yeah, what other ships? A <laughs> wing was super fast. I had very low shields. It was fun. I like the A-Wing a lot. It's pretty maneuverable. 
Uh, then you had the speeder, which before this game I thought was called the snow speeder. Okay. But apparently you don't have to have snow to fly it. <laughs> to have a speeder. Uh, the speeder's different because everything else, you know, you can do barrel rolls, flips, go out in space. Right. The speeder can't. Right. It's It's limited to atmosphere. Right. And you can't, like, do... At least not in the game. You can't do flips and barrels. And because stuff. you're already close to the ground with it. Right. You're so. And you're supposed to be close to the ground. Sure. Your special weapon is the tow cable. If you have a speeder mission, you're more than likely going to run into an ATAT. You got to tie up. Yeah. Um, it, Which is iconic cool. in its own sense, too. Because one of the games that we almost did was Shadows of the Empire. And that's one of the first levels is you're tying up the... the it is. God, I, I love that game too, man. <laughs> well, N64 had some good Star Wars games. It did. It did. And, and and I guess the main reason why we didn't go with that one is because it was a little more in-depth, a little longer than this particular game. Well, I mean, this is this is a long game. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into Shadows at some point because I put a Absolutely. lot of time. This game, maybe... Uh, and I told you an estimate earlier, <laughs> probably 200 plus hours. That's crazy, when man. I was When I was a kid. Probably well, not that not that much with shadows, but pretty close. Well, that's also because we didn't have jobs then, and our parents only bought us like two games a year, so you had to put the time into the game. Oh that you man, had. <laughs> with all the and with all the games coming out now, if I was a kid now, oh gosh, there's no way they'd find me dead in my room, <laughs> full of monster and <laughs> ramen noodles, yeah, <laughs> Taco Bell. So, so you had the uh, the speeder, you had uh, the V wing, which was new for this game. And you didn't unlock it until the very end, the very final mission. Mm-hmm. And it was similar to the speeder and that you were kind of limited to being close to the ground. You couldn't do flips and right and rolls and stuff, but it was awesome. It was an awesome ship. Um, so that's, that's your main ships. Well, and there was yeah. one that I thought was kind of interesting was they had the Naboo Starfighter. Right. And... People didn't know about this. There was a code to get this game. Kind to of get a complicated cl- code, too. Well, there was a code to get this ship, and they didn't release it for a full six months. They waited till the movie came out before they gave this code out. And, like Nobody knew about it. Like The game sharks and, and all that kind of stuff that you could put on this didn't know about it that was even in the code or anything. And honestly, probably the best ship in the game. Yeah. And uh, so I, I just thought it was cool that they kind of kept that secret because, you know, co- back then there was codes. It's not unlockables and and you know hey buy this extra dlc to get this thing it was it was already programmed in the game you just had to find a way to unlock it yeah. whether it was a code or a password or whatnot i think it was just cool that this thing stayed secret for six months oh yeah um and then it turned out to be one of the better ships in the game so oh, it's just kind of neat uh you can also unlock the millennium falcon <laughs> which kind of not ter- your favorite no not not really that good in this game uh and you could also you could also turn the V-Wing into like a 1970s Buick. <laughs> no kidding. Um, yeah, that was kind of a kind of a neat little Easter egg thing. That was the favorite car of one of the producers or the car of one of the producers or something. I I don't yeah. know the exact backstory on it, but it was just neat that there was a Buick, like <laughs> of just, all things. It's this Buick convertible flying around with the, with the Rebel sitting there on the <laughs> steering wheel. It was only the V-Wing, though. Oh, it's only the V wing yeah. that could that could be that. Okay. So those those are your ships, and each mission has a default ship that you start with. Uh, it's going to be one of those, uh, except the unlockable ships, of course. And as you progress, I think based on medals you unlock in that mission, you can unlock a few more ships when you go back and play through it again. 
Right. So that added some replayability. Well, this right here was one of the first games to uh, introduce, well, to, to actually use the expansion pack as well mm-hmm. to help out with the graphics and stuff. So I thought that there was a neat was a neat thing. It's not it's not to the point where you have to have the expansion pack to play it, but it it does visually make it better. Right. So like Donkey Kong sixty four, I think you had to have the expansion pack to play it. Yeah, and someone was telling me uh, Majora's Mask you had to have it. Really, I don't remember because I I did I got the expansion back as soon as it came out. Sure, I did do that, and so I I was kind of blissfully unaware of what needed it and what didn't. Right after I got it, see in ninety eight I didn't understand why you needed an expansion pack. You know, at thirty five, yeah, I do now. Like just because of what the what that system could actually process from its maximum power. Mm-hmm. But you think about like we I know we said it with the memory cards. That's a eight block, four megabit memory card. And we're talking about four terabytes of of memory, like what I've got on my Xbox One now. So you got an expansion pack? I don't. I I can look right quick and see. Well, you played Rogue Squadron, so I guess you have to. No, you don't have to have it. Oh, you don't have to have it for that one. Now I do have Donkey Kong sixty four, and I have it. I bought it. It's still in the in the packaging from the from the person I got it from. I haven't played it, so I don't know if I've got it. I bring mine sixty four over sometime. Okay, you can play it. Okay. Donkey Kong sixty four was a good game too. I, you never played it. I never played it. But that'll be anyway. on the list. That'll be on the list. So the missions, <coughs> you start off, and, and what I, I love about <laughs> this game is, yeah, uh, you get like a briefing before each mission. Some right. dude with the most serious voice. Very, very. Go look at the YouTube video. He's he is all about this mission. It's like the empires on this planet you need to get rid of them or something like right. that. Right. So it, it it's it's quite humorous, but uh. I guess we can hit the missions and talk about those. Okay. Uh, well, like you said, the first one is the uh, the ambush on Mos Eisley. Yep. And by default, you have the X-Wing. Um, basically, you're going through and you're um, doing the, or trying to destroy the uh, probe droids. Yeah. And the tie bombers. Those dastardly probe droids, <laughs> which are present on like every level. Yeah, exactly. They, uh, I think there was only that one in the movies. But uh, yeah, you're doing some kind of a little patrol and yep. nice basic little introduction very nice very easy introduction level what's uh i know, I know you got to destroy the probe droids and you got to defend the city from the tie bombers right uh how about it takes a while for, to actually see a tie fighter in this game it does it does which is kind of crazy you get tie bombers tie interceptors before <laughs> that uh i like this mission you could fly around it's somewhat open i mean sometimes uh, sometimes you get a fail condition if you got too far sure uh, from your objective, right? Or uh, you had to defend something, you know? They'd be like, well, "Skywalker, what are you doing?" Right. And uh, you can fly around. You can see the Tuscan Raiders, the Sand People. You can walking around with their big banthas. Yep. Uh, I would shoot them every time. <laughs> I didn't shoot. I saw them and I thought they were pretty neat that they put them in there, kind of like a little Easter egg thing. Like, hey, out out in the distance, that's that's where they. Oh, are. I killed them. <laughs> I I didn't. I was afraid I'd fail the mission. I guess that the games nowadays are way more advanced for things like that. You kill those guys, you know, you you fail the mission. But you, you know what's interesting is is dying is not a fail condition. Really, if you get shot down or crash or whatever, you respawn. You know, granted, granted, if you've got enough lives, right? And like the mission, it's like the mission was still going without you. Like if you're supposed to escort a shuttle and you die. You respawn. You have to run and catch up to it because it kept <coughs> it kept going after you that's, went down. 
I did not know that. I automatically f- assumed that I failed the mission. I had to restart, or maybe there's like a little miniature checkpoint within there. So now, as far as passcodes, I did use Infinite Lives when I was a kid. Well, I found that you know it I, makes I, it way easier, way more fun. Yeah. Well, I you know we'd go to the grocery store, with mom, and I would get her to write down codes. I'd, I'd find a tips and tricks <laughs> book because they'd never spend it three bucks to buy it. Oh heck no! So heck I'd, no. I'd have to hey write this down on your grocery list. So so the neat thing about about the levels that we've got mapped out. Because Hemi's got way more way more time than I do. I've got recent time into this. He he's given them all rankings mm-hmm. uh, out of ten. This particular one you did five out of ten. Right. Just an intro level, very basic, nothing super nothing basic. Moss Isley's very tiny. It's like a dozen buildings. Yeah. But, I mean that's that's no fault of theirs. That's just their limitations of the hardware. I like to assume that Hans Solo and and Greedo are in there shooting each other <laughs> at some point while all these bombs are going off. Well, well yeah, Greedo is, has already been dead at this point. But well, Greedo ish character. Yeah, some someone else. Greedo, Greedo. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's very basic. Just shoot the probe droids. <laughs> go shoot the tie bombers. So I was I, when I played that. This is one of the two levels that I played on the um, YouTube uh, mm-hmm. upload. I only got a bronze on this. <laughs> Granted, it's the first time I picked it up, but like I didn't understand that you know there, there's different things that you've got to do. It's you know, oh yeah to get the different medals because right. you, you can be, you can beat the mission and not get a medal. Period. Oh really? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. If you meet none of the conditions, okay. And the conditions were time, right? Uh, enemies killed. Yep. Friendly saves. Accuracy. Accuracy was a big because let me tell you, and you did it, and I and I've watched some playthroughs where people do it. They hold down fire the entire time, and I mean, I, I, I get it. Right now. <laughs> I get it. But at the same time, there's some later missions where you've got to pinpoint shoot something without hitting something beside it. Yeah. And you can't do that. You've got to actually take time and line it up well, without holding it down. I, I'm sure that if I played this game a little bit more, I maybe would get a little bit better at my, my accuracy. You would. So, uh, And some missions had bonuses you could find. Right. Uh, but not every one of them had bonuses, right? Just uh, uh, I think what nine, nine missions, yes. That. And we'll, we'll we'll get to them as we get to them. Well, the power ups would would eventually help your help improve your weapons and then your, the durability of your ship as well. So yeah. just it's like shield power ups and and weapon power ups. Yeah, basically. get turn missiles into seeking missiles, stuff sure, like that. Sure. So, um, so after that we end up on level two, which is rendezvous on Barkesh. Barkesh. Okay. Yes. I think i gave this one a five you get this one a five as well it was uh i don't want to say a standard intro level but it's just a step up from the standard intro level well, it's not, my, my problem with it is and you sent it, something to me after this so. well, well you're you're escorting this convoy right of rebels who are fleeing and they're trying to get to this certain spot so the shuttle can pick them up who picked out the route <laughs> they took because they went by all these imperial fortifications. I'm talking laser towers. <coughs> you know, yeah, there's ATSTs down there. There's tie bombers flying around. There's laser towers that have been built. I, I, you know, in my mind, it's some guys like, well, I mean, let's take this route so we can avoid 280. Get out, get bypass all that traffic, and they're just getting shot up. It's like. You happy we avoided that traffic, Dan? Yeah, exactly. You happy we avoided 280? <laughs> and that's what you sent me, like. You know, I was playing. I didn't do a whole lot of commentary because I was just I was just playing. Like, yeah. It's hard to do commentary while you play, unless somebody's here. Like if you were here, we were kind of you know banter back and forth while we're playing. 
Well, you had said, you know, I can give you plenty of commentary. Like, first of all, and exactly like you yeah. said, why are we going by these fortifications that's obviously been built here already? Yeah. It's like we're fleeing the empire. Why are we driving right by them? Yeah, exactly. So. It, you know, why can't we take a route that bypassed all the defenses? Or, hey, how about shuttle? You can meet us here. Sure. But uh, the thing about this mission that kind of I it got a, just a five out of ten for me is because it could get boring because you had to stay oh, yeah. with that convoy. And sometimes that convoy was so slow, it took it forever to get to a point where enemies spawned. So that that kind of made it boring to me, in a way, because you want to fly off, you want to <laughs> find some enemies to fight. Oh yeah, and and that's I mean you'll you'll see it if you watch the, the YouTube video of me playing this particular level is I'm flying around, I'm trying to trying to find somebody, and I'm trying to stick with the convoy, and I'm trying to find somebody, and eventually you know it's like they eventually spawn where where they where they're supposed to be but there's like a gap right in between so you kind of find yourself what is that that all range mode in in star fox yeah. and, and that's the biggest thing i can compare this to because i didn't play it growing up was you know you get so far and you have to turn around and come back toward the back toward the convoy then you get so far and you have to turn around and come back toward the convoy so i'm just sitting there just kind of making figure eights now when you play this game enough like i did you kind of knew the path they were going and you could in in between moments when there were no enemy spawns actually attacking the convoy, you could fly ahead to where some enemies were and take them out ahead of time. Sure. To make it easier. So that made getting gold pretty easy. Well, if anybody happens to watch me play this level, (laughs) I was terrible. (laughs) Did you get a bronze on it too? I got a bronze on it too. Which by the way, your rank was dependent on the, uh, the medals you got right and what was my rank supreme allied commander supreme allied commander and it's little, on there too because yeah. i saw that and i saw your file with 11 golds and eight silvers no did you, bronzes did you see what i named my file yeah hns hns he deleted family. bob i can't believe he deleted bob bob was a trainee bob was terrible <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't remember anything. just don't delete my other two well i started and, and, and all, all joking aside i actually started once to record me going to your file and going to delete and then going over to, you know, are you sure and hover over it for a little bit and just make you sweat for a minute. And I was like, it'd be my luck. I'd hit a, and it really would delete. So I'm not, I would, yeah, that would, that would have ended our friendship. <laughs> and then it, it would have ended, ended three decades. Wow. Wow. Um, no, I'm kidding. So after that level, we move on to level three, which is, which is the search for Nate, the Nona, the Nona. Okay. Yeah. That's this. This is where you first get an A wing. First two were <laughs> X wing missions. This is an A wing. This is a shit rebel ship. that has been shot down. The mm-hmm. rebel crew is stranded. You got to go find where they crashed and you got to defend them while uh, a rebel shuttle comes in and gets them out of there. And it takes its sweet dear time. <laughs> uh, uh, this one was okay. What, what six, out I, six out of ten. Six out of ten is not very eventful. It introduces uh, the tanks, the tank, the tank droids, tank droids, and which, the tie interceptor. Tie interceptors, yeah, because because those are ideally fought with a wing, uh, and also the ATPTs, yep. which I don't think were in the movies. It's like an ATST with a different looking cabin. You'd have to go into more detail than that. I know what an AT AT is. I don't know what an ATST is. You know it in. Uh, when they were fighting the Ewoks, Return of the Jedi, those white oh, yeah. person two legs. That's okay. ATST. Okay, I got you. Now. And the ATPTs, their cabin just look a little different. Okay, it stands for all terrain personal transport, whereas ATSTs all terrain scout transport. 
Wow. Your inner nerd is really showing right now, buddy. It's coming you, out, you man. You might want to put look, that away. Look, hey, you know what? Star Wars is mainstream now. I had to hide it back in the 90s. <clears throat> you're, you're not wrong there. You're not wrong at all. I had to hide it then. Um, From there, we go to level four. And by the way, if 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 I can't nerd out on my podcast about retro games. <laughs> about Star Wars. Yeah. Well, then where else can you do it? Um, well, I mean, you're right. It is It is way more mainstream. It's, it's cool to be a nerd again. Like. I don't, I don't miss high school, but like my inner, my inner nerd in high school would like to come out, like be, oh man, yeah. be available this time and be like, well, perfect example. We went to a basketball or I went to a basketball game last night and <clears throat> Clint old school. Clint is still Clint at 35. Like I'm at, I'm in the student sections of all places. I have no kids on the court. <laughs> you know, my kid's 11. He's not playing varsity basketball. It's an ugly sweater party. So I've got a women's ugly sweater on. That's the biggest one that I could find. It's a triple X. I've got it on. It looks like it's two sizes too small. I've got the refs laughing at my tail the entire time. And I'm yelling. Well, behind me, the kids are like just kind of looking at me and taking Snapchat pictures of me and all this other crap. So it's just funny anyway. But behind me, I hear a guy going, hey, y'all going to go see the new Star Wars movie? Oh, you should. It's going to be epic. Like, and I'm like, wow, these kids are like openly talk about Star Wars. Like back in the day, we couldn't do that. It's not even good Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. Like if it was, if it was like the re-release of the original, then hey, you know, would, would they feel the same way or what? But the guy, but one kid was like, yeah, it's gonna be epic. We got to go Thursday night on the opening. So yeah, well, kids are stupid down. They don't know anything. <laughs> They don't know good when it smacks them in the face. They they don't. They really don't. They wouldn't know good if it shot if it shot them under the table of a Moss Eisley cantina. <laughs> oh, who shot first, Amy? Han. There you go. Okay. So from there we go to level four. And this is the defection of Corellia. This was a great mission. Did I say that correct? Corellia? Yeah, Corellia. Okay. Corellia. Han Solo's home planet. Well, there you go. And he makes an appearance. Ah. And that could be part of the reason why you gave this an eight out of ten. Well, it's a, it's it's fun. It's very action packed. A lot of stuff going on. Okay, uh, you're in speeders on this one. Um, and the at at the aforementioned at at. Yes. I know what those are. Now the story behind this one is there's an imperial officer named Crix Maidine. What a cool name! Is yeah, that? really, it's awesome. He's Can I change my kid's name to Crix now. I, you know, I'm not a judge, so I can't say. <laughs> uh, we can start calling him that. He'll be confused. Yeah, he would. So, uh. Crix Maidine is wanting to defect from the Empire to the Rebellion. Uh, the Empire gets word of it. So you're kind of, you kind of get there. You're kind of trying to make sure nothing goes wrong while the Rebels pick him up. Because apparently picking someone up takes a long time. <laughs> uh, but you go through the mission. You have to defend the city from Thai bombers. Mm -hmm. uh, eventually, a different part of the city over some hills. It's a very pretty level. Uh Crick's Maidine's like, hey, I'm under attack. You got to go back to defend him. You got to go back to the city because AT-ATs have just materialized out of nowhere. <laughs> you get to tie those up. On this mission, it was kind of hard because the first AT, AT you come to, there's like hills all around it. Right. And when you start to tie them up, it goes in this weird camera angle so you can see all the action. You're no longer third person or first person. Uh, is it like, second person like Shadows of the Empire? You know, kind of, sort of. Oh, is it? Okay. It's a weird camera angle, so you can see the whole thing and wrap it up. Right. Now, if you go too high, it'll shoot you. If okay. you go too low, you'll bounce off the ground. And if you go too wide, the cable will break or you'll hit something. So you've well, got golly. to stay on him. you got to make three passes to tie him up. Uh, I think you got to take down two AT-ATs. Okay. 
Han and Chewie show up. It's quite hilarious because there's <laughs> one point where Chewie's just, and Han goes, Chewie said we should evacuate uh, people <laughs> off the roof of the embassy or something like that. Right. By the way, I need to edit that Wookiee sound no, out. No, please leave it in. You got to leave it in. Or that's at least great. find a better sounding one. No, leave it in. I, I mean, we'll get in trouble with Star Wars. You can't edit that, anything That's true. At all. That's true. See, I'm telling you, man, once it starts coming out, it's hard to put it back in. <laughs> it is. Uh, this mission is also the first one where you find one of the bonuses. Yes. Advanced and, proton torpedoes. Yeah. You got to fly. It's it's in the city. You got to fly down between some buildings. You can see little stormtroopers running around. You can see little imperial boats out in the water. Look fighting with a detail walkthrough. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man. Uh, 200 and something hours, and he still remembers... All of this. And this was over 20 years ago. I know. So I think I gave this one an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Great mission. Loved it. This is a hook mission. Um, And we come to the last uh, level of chapter 1. Uh, and this is level 5. This is the liberation of Gerard 5. Yep. Liberation of Gerard 5. This one's okay. You're defending some uh, Gerard what? Seven? No, Gerard five. You gave it a seven out of ten. Oh, a seven out of ten. I wonder what your hand signals are for. I I don't know. We got to. I'm trying to. That. I'm trying to tell you that twenty five fouled out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, this one, you're defending some wild wings while they disable these imperial yachts, because the governor, uh, the imperial governor, is basically robbing the city because they're wanting to defect to the rebellion, mm -hmm. and so you're showing up. The wild wings are hitting these big like spacecraft that you're not supposed to destroy they're hitting them with their ion cannons to disable them right uh, the whole time you're fighting towers i think this this i think this one introduces the missile turrets do i have that down there uh, lots of turrets that's all it says yeah lots of turrets and then the 128 interceptor squadron comes yeah in. basically the imperial version of rogue squadron from what i gathered right. i think this is the only time you ever run into them because you you beat them so this is this is Star Wolf. So keep going. Star Wolf. Uh, <laughs> one of the Tie Interceptor pilots, Kason Moore. Uh, she, you disable her ship, but you find out she wants to defect as well. So that's two missions back to back. Imperials are are joining the rebellion. Yeah, and you need a lozenge or something, don't you? Well, I just I've got this cold kind of thing going on, and then. We're a week away from uh, Carrie's family's Christmas party, and we do this thing called Crafty Christmas. So I've been sanding all morning. Oh gosh! So I've got sawdust in my eyes. I've got sawdust in my nasal cavity. I got sawdust in my throat, and I've been—I'm sorry, everybody. I've been coughing a little bit. My eyes kind of water, and at one point, Hammy actually stopped the podcast because I kept looking for the off button because I thought I was going to sneeze. So yeah, I need a. I need. I need I need a shot. <laughs> but let's keep going. Let's keep going. Right. I'm powered through it. So, yeah, 7 out of 10. It's, it's a pretty fun <coughs> mission. It's another one that it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, and, and, again, like I said, that's the that's the last level of Chapter 1. So these, these chapters, there's four different chapters of this, and they're all pretty neat because they've got the scrolling text, the right. iconic Star Wars scrolling text, you know, that leads you into the next chapter. So, um, you know, even when you first cut the game on the first – first chapter is, is it gives you the backstory and it's it's just awesome i mean it's very it's very it gets you in the feels if you're a star wars guy it really does because like, yeah. oh, this is awesome so and, and again this whole time you're basically fighting a guerrilla war uh as rogue squadron i mean everything you've done so far is defend rebels as they escape you know 
help these defecting Imperials. So you really get a sense of where you're at in the galaxy. Sure. Uh, and then the next one, what's the, what's the next one? The first level, chapter two, level six, is Jade Mo- the Jade Moon. Jade Moon was pretty cool. You um, gave it a seven out of ten. It's uh, I think a lot of people consider it their favorite. I, I, I don't personally, but that's just personal preference. No, I have nothing against it. Um, that's your on the moon. Uh, Crick's Maydine, who you uh, helped out two missions earlier, he's got his uh, commando unit. He was actually in the previous mission. I forgot that. He's in Gold Squadron. Not Rogue Squadron, but Gold Squadron with the Y-Wings. But this one, he's got his commando units and you're, um, I think you're taking resources. Yep. Stealing resources from a secret Imperial base. Yep. That Kaysen Moore told you about. She's now a member of Rogue Squadron. Right. And we're trying to destroy the shield generator so he can get into the base. Yeah. And you got to fly low to get some <clears throat> of the shield generators or these missiles will take you down. Yep. Um. So it's pretty action packed too. Lot, lot I don't of want to call it stealthy, but it's like it, it gives you like like you said, you can't get above a certain altitude because it's is it is an is it instant failure of the level. Uh I can't remember. I think it's just you get above a certain altitude, you get pelted by missile turrets. Okay, so it's not like an instant. Right. Okay. Uh but it, it it's it's a pretty fun level. It's it's I think I think I know what the next one is. Well, um, you get the bonus in this one also, uh, the advanced oh, yeah. shields. Yes, which turns your uh, icon from green to blue. Just gives you basically an extra hit. So you get a flak jacket. Exactly. <laughs> uh, level seven is the Imperial Construction Yards. This one, for some odd reason, is my personal favorite. Okay. I don't know why. This one's the stealthy one. And you gave this one another seven out of ten. And that's funny because you told me about the stealth mission that was probably your favorite, which is... Very unlike you. You you are a hey. We're gonna run in here, guns blazing, shoot them up kind of guy. Well, this is only at the beginning. You're in speeders and you're flying low through this foggy canyon. And man, I wish that this game would get an HD remake to see what they could really do. Right. Because back then in 1998, I thought it looked awesome. Yeah. Because you're in this foggy canyon and you're flying around. And you see these radar dishes. You've got to destroy them as fast as you can. If you get too close to them or fly too high, it's game over. Well, this right here is uh, this right here kind of reminds me a little bit of Silent Hill with the fog. Yeah, like you can see it in this game where they kind of have a trouble after a certain point, like a lot of PlayStation games and games of this era oh, loading yeah. in the background. So as you get closer, you know, and if you get there fast, it it loads. You can see it yeah. loading. Well, this right here does a good job of hiding it with that fog. But um, that was kind of my my thing on the first couple of levels that I played through on the uh, uh, on the YouTube channel was that it, you could tell there was a, a lot of issues with the with the background loading fast enough. And that might have been fixed with the expansion pack because I don't remember having that okay. much of a problem. Well, that might mean I don't have an expansion I need to find that now, out. Now, if you want to see a game that has a lot of fog for that reason, Turok Dinosaur Hunter. <laughs> Ton of it. Fog everywhere. Inside, doesn't matter. I wonder if... Um, I wonder if the expansion pack was a retro thing too. Like... Were retroactive, meaning like Turok was one of the earlier games. Expansion pack didn't come out till ninety eight ish. Yeah, I wonder if it fixed any of that. It probably didn't. I doubt it. It's probably built yeah. into the game. But anyway. this this mission after you destroy the radar dishes and you approach, uh, this is by the way the first mission with uh, Tie Fighters. Actual Tie Fighters. It is. Uh, you have to destroy these uh, uh, construction yards, these factories where they're making ties. They're mm-hmm. making. Walkers. ATSTs, ATATs. You fight a couple of ATATs. 
again, if you if you're playing a mission and you got a speeder, you're gonna fight an ATAT. I think most missions where you have a speeder, you can only get. I mean, you can only use the speeder. You can't go back and use something else. This for that reason. This level, of course. Uh, well, and real quick, yeah, the bonus is the uh, advanced bombs. Did I say that already? You didn't. Okay. Um, the bonus is the advanced bombs. But, you got to blow up a building to find it. But just, <laughs> just the the details that that, that we've got here in uh, watching some of the gameplay that I've seen. This reminds me of that Star Fox level with the uh, the Landmaster, where you got to get the switches and make the train yeah. blow up. The, <laughs> it, it, it goes hand in hand. I don't know why. It just. Well, I haven't reviewed Star Fox sixty four or have we? We haven't. Okay. It may or may not be in the in the list of fifty to come up. I have no idea. I really don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember five minutes ago. What war game are we talking about? Um, I don't know. All right. Next mission. Next mission is level eight assault on Kyle two. What I give it a five out of ten. Yes, Y wings. That's why. That's I, I exactly why I gave it. Y wings are just not a whole lot of fun. Uh, it's cool to bomb, you know, the first few bombs you drop, but then after that, it's just kind of meh. I think this one had another bonus. Um, it did. Uh, no, it did not. It did okay, not. this is where Wedge gets shot down and captured. Though. Yes, yes. Okay, it's. It's not the next mission, but the mission after that where you get the uh, Seeker missiles, which is the most valuable bonus in the game, I right. think. Makes uh, dogfighting a lot easier. But yeah, this one's just bomb a bunch of buildings uh, with a Y-Wing. Pretty standard stuff. Yeah, Wedge gets shot down and captured. Uh, and then we move on to level nine, Rescue on Kessel. Another this, three out of ten from Hammy. Another one. Another one. Back-to-back three out of tens. X-Wing. Wait, Kyle 2 got 3 out of 10? I thought you said 5 out of 10. I did say 5. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was it a 3? It was was a 5 on Kyle. It was a 3 on uh, Kessel. This mission's super short. This is the one where you get the X-Wing with the Ion Cannon. Yep. And you're taking on this armored hover train. All you have to do is shoot the individ- each individual car on the train with the on cannon, and it's over. Oh, okay. It's useless. It's pointless. But you're doing that because Wedge is on the train. And there's some other rebel prisoners. Uh, it's kind of a part one, honestly, to the next mission. Because right. they're like, okay, bring Wedge's X-Wing in. It's like, hey, <laughs> we don't know what you've gone through as a prisoner, but you need to get right back to work. Exactly. exactly. They must work for the same company I do. <laughs> Um, well, and, and like Hammy said, that's kind of, it's almost a two part, two part mission. Cause level 10 goes to prisons the, uh, of Kessel prisons of Kessel. You gave this one a seven out of 10. You're yeah, still it's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. You're, uh, again, Crick's Maydean and his commandos have to go to these prisons to save these prisoners. You destroy shield generators so they can get to the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to take down all the turrets and tie bombers and. Yada yada yada, pretty standard stuff, but it was it's pretty eventful. Uh, that's what a lot of my rating comes from is how eventful it is, right? Because you don't, because like I said, return of or rendezvous at Barcash got boring because there were sometimes you're just flying around waiting for something to happen, right? This stuff gets right to the action. And you mentioned it before. This is where the advanced seeker missiles come into play. Yep. And that's the end of chapter two. How about that? Moving on through. I love you for that. Uh, chapter three, uh, level number 11, battle above Talarian. Talarian. This is a good one. Okay. This is kind of like cloud city. Eight out of 10. Yeah. 
You remember Cloud City? Yep. And Empire Strikes Back. This is just like looks just like it. Really? They even make reference. Say this looks like Bespin. Okay. Uh, this one, uh, they're they're harvesting this gas because it's a gas planet, and there are these platforms that have <coughs> these tanks where they're keeping this gas, and so your mission is to blow up the Imperial gas containers because they're going to hurt their production for their weapons. They right. use it in their weapons somehow. How gas, you know, works with lasers, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> But um, but you got to be careful not destroy the civilian gas containers right, as well because apparently civilians are making weapons too. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe it's like uh, Total Recall and you know they have to put their hand in the thing and make oxygen on Mars. I, yeah. I don't know. This uh, yeah. this mission, the Imperial tanks had the Imperial logo on it. The civilian ones had a blue. That's uh, right. Now and, and again, this one you had to be careful. You couldn't just shoot because you destroy too many civilian tanks. I think it's game over. Right. I, I can't remember for sure. There's some some of these platforms have turrets on them. This is interesting. I don't remember running into this, but from what I've read online, it's pretty infamous. There are some invisible turrets on this level. Holy crap! That is apparently a glitch. Glitch. Yeah, a glitch. And uh, the turrets are there, but you can't see them, and they're shooting at you the whole time. So, and, and you're in an A-wing this entire time, so this is a yeah. little bit different than, than some of the other levels where you're primarily in an X-wing. And you get you get to one part where it's kind of the city, so it looks a, really looks a lot like Cloud City mm-hmm. at this point. The uh, bonus on this one, you have to give up a life to get it. Oh, really? Because you have to go. It's in the city. It's a fly mill city and fly straight down into it between buildings. Oh, my to gosh. Get it. Unless you are just amazing to pull up at the last very yeah, possible unless minute. you somehow pull it off i don't know i never could <laughs> i was gonna ask did you ever get to where you could do it no have you seen anybody be able to do I it? i have not i'd be interested uh, to watch all the all the videos. stuff i've read people said you're just gonna lose a life huh so you go down there and you get it you crash start over simply you know Firmly enough, this is exactly what I would do to get the KONG and Donkey Kong Land for <laughs> Game Boy. <laughs> I would sacrifice Diddy or Donkey just to uh, to get the KONG because you had to have it to save the level yeah. in in that one, which made it you know you had to get the the KONG. So that was, but it, it was another good looking level. I yeah. thought. With so the clouds and, and like you said, that's the advanced blaster level. That's your that's your bonus. Now, this right here, for somebody that's never played this game. This right here is going to be my favorite level, number 12, uh, Escape from Fest. And the reason why is the first note that Hammy has here is screw this level. And it's he, a 4 out of 10, and you're in a speeder. Go. That's <laughs> a very generous 4 out of 10. <laughs> uh, and, and again, I'm doing some research for this. Uh, the community is pretty unanimous in their hate of this level. Oh, really? Okay. The point of this level is stupid hard level is the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Screw this level, stupid hard level. I the, failed this more than any other because the stupid ATPTs kept getting destroyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so a few rebels have stolen some ATPTs. You remember what that stands for? All terrain personal transport. Transport. Okay, I almost got them all. So they steal them. And you're supposed to keep them from dying while they make their way to the escape zone. Why can't we just take the ship to them? <laughs> why, why, why are we doing this? I mean, they've already got the weapons. They because shoot everything. when it starts off, 
before you're even in the level in the cutscene, there's an ATAT lighting them up. Oh my goodness! And you gotta you gotta hurry up. You gotta you no know, way to take the on the ATAT. You gotta fly around it, tied up. And then the tank droids are showing up. They're tearing the ATPTs up. This game, or excuse me, this level made me rage quit <laughs> so much. How how many? Like, do you have a certain number of ATPTs you can lose, or can you not lose any of them? I, I don't remember, to be honest with you. Uh, I know when I finally beat it, I, I saved all three. Okay. But you've got to defend them. You've, they come to these gates every now and then. you got to shoot and blow up. Right. Uh, I think I mentioned in there, this game, this level gave me ATPTSD. Yes. I just saw that because you're going through. Oh, God. And, and that, that's, that's a T-shirt right there. Yeah, it is. I, I love that. You have you have written out the summary for the show because again this is one that you've got two hundred hours in and I've got maybe two, and you are following this summary that you have you you have here. The very first thing is screw this level, <laughs> stupid hard level. I failed this more times because the stupid ATPTs kept getting destroyed, and you're going through, you know, uh, that this guy's introduced. You take down the walkers turrets, and then right here at the very end, as you got to, and I'm sitting here reading it to myself. This stupid level gave me ATPTSD. <laughs> this level might be why I hate snow IRL. <laughs> yeah, in real life. And I do. I hate snow. Because it's a sn- it's first snow level. Uh, and it introduced Moff, Sh- Moff Searden, who is the bad guy. And the Moff is like basically kind of a very high-ranking general within the Empire. Okay. Um, so, Not quite grievous. No. <laughs> well, that wasn't Empire. I know. So he's uh, he's introduced... Uh, you find out about him. He's kind of a mustache twirling villain, but oh, this level. And, and it's terrible because I think there's like two really good levels right after this one. Oh, pretty good as far as, as far as your rankings. Yeah. And the next three are actually this one. This one, man, this one had me uh, hung up for so long. <laughs> when I finally beat it, I don't know. It was, I might've cried. I, I don't remember. <laughs> Like I said, automatically it's my favorite because it gave you so much crap. I, I, need, I love the comments. I love I love sassy hammy. I, I don't want, know why. I, I want to see you play it. Uh, you can watch and maybe we can record that. That, that would be gold. Just watching me play that with you here. That would be yeah. gold. Um, moving on, level thirteen blockade on Shandrilla. There you go. Now this is interesting because they keep referring to the city <laughs> as Shandrilla, but the planet is Shandrilla. <laughs> <laughs> it's like because it's like well, what's well, like Cordaria? I, I, again, Star Fox is my is my go to. What's my game. note on there? Like you're supposed to get to Chandrilla. Voiceover says it must reach Chandrilla. Chandrilla is a planet, so mission accomplished? Question mark RTR. Yeah, you're supposed you're supposed to make it says you're supposed to make sure the train makes it to Chandrilla. Like, well, that's the planet, so we did our job. All right, so here it is, uh, and you gave this level an eight out of ten. Uh, here's the summary that Amy's got topped out: protect hover train from attack so it can reach the city. Voiceover says it must reach Chandrilla, but Chandrilla is a planet. So dot 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 mission accomplished? Question mark RTR period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chandrilla uh, is like a really pretty garden planet, and it's a, it's a very beautiful level. It's probably the second prettiest level I think in the game, just personally. And I mean. Basically, all the planets are color swaps of each other. It's all just flat ground. <laughs> right. 
But well, that's the easy, easiest thing to do. Bright but, green, bright, uh, bright blue sky, real pretty. But at this point in video games, you're you're going to get you can get chastised for doing that. Like in Nintendo, just change the color palette, call it a little different. Oh and yeah, get, and go with it. It's like, hey, I've got a yellow so ninja named Scorpion. That's making blue Sub Zero. There you go. Uh, but it, it's uh, yeah, defend the hover train, defend the city. <laughs> Moth returns. Period. Also defend the defend the city while defending the train. Cheese. <laughs> Yeah. Very pretty level though. Protect evacuation shuttles. Uh they keep getting lit up by ATSTs during the uh cutscene. This game has no chill LOL. <laughs> Moth throws shade at Kassan. Case and more. Case yeah. And more. yeah, so there's one point where the shuttles <laughs> land to evacuate people. And they're, yeah, during the court cutscene, they're getting shot the whole time. <laughs> It's like, it's like it's gonna get blown up before I get a chance to defend it. Right. But yeah, Moff shows up again. He uh finds out Casey Moore's with Rogue Squadron. Apparently he was her mentor. Ah. And so he There's your Star Wars reference there. He starts throwing some shade at her, so to speak. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds cool. <laughs> it sounds like it Well, it doesn't sound cool. It sounds some like something kids would say today. Yeah, I mean we need all that we can get. At the basketball game, they started playing a song. I had no idea what it was. I just looked at like all the kids. They're they're jamming out. They're singing it. I'm like, I have no idea what this <laughs> is. I was like, I've officially gotten old. I should there be in go. the middle section of all the old people. Well, a lot of it's news music. I don't want to know what it is. I don't either. Uh, a little, some more little backstory. Casey Moore, apparently originally from Alderaan, which is why she wanted to leave the Empire. There you go. Alderaan, of course, blown to smithereens. <laughs> Looking for love in Alderaan places. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I love that meme every time I come across it. All right, next one, I think, is... Uh, hold on, let me try to guess it. Uh, the volcano level. Uh, Raid on Celust? Yeah, Raid okay. on Celust, yeah. And you gave this one a 6 out of 10. And yeah. I already know why, because I'm seeing here the mm-hmm. default is the Y-Wing. Yep. If it had been anything other than the Y-Wing, it would have been cool, because you're basically assaulting a Imperial base inside a volcano. Man, the, the how metal is that? The Imperials <laughs> love a freaking volcano, don't they? They do anything that's associated with fire. <laughs> I mean, they love it. It's, it's like, uh, guys, we're kind of evil, so we should probably do this. And, and keep in mind, this is before Episode Three ever come out, where Obi Wan and and Anakin have their epic fight in a volcano level. So, yeah, like they they knew that they were going with this one. So, yeah, you got the wild wings, you you take down these shield generators. And it's kind of cool because the voiceover kind of gives you a backstory about why the why they're in a volcano is they're using the geothermal right. energy from the volcano to power their factory or base or whatever. Because they're green. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Hey, <coughs> they were energy efficient. Every time I think of volcano, and this is so completely off topic. Every time I think of volcano, this is what I think of. There was an episode of Captain Planet. <laughs> Where <laughs> this one bad guy had turned good. I'm using air quotes there. And what he's doing, he's taking all this garbage and he's using a shrink ray to shrink the garbage. That way he can eliminate his carbon footprint or whatever it would have been, you know, in 2019. Well, what he's actually doing, he's using a really, really bright light and he's saving one piece of garbage and dumping the rest in a volcano. <laughs> so then it causes this huge volcanic eruption and everything. And they have to summon Captain Planet. But every time I think of a volcano, that's what I think of for some reason. <laughs> It's it's weird. It's weird. That is, but whatever. Um, it's what it is. No, no, no great commentary on this summary. It's just very straight to the point, just like he said. So we're gonna move on to level fifteen, um, <clears throat> which is Moshradon's revenge. 
Yes, Moff Sheridan's Revenge. Sheridan's. This is the uh, the uh, final mission of uh, Chapter Three, right? And this and is the final mission that takes place before Return of the Jedi. Ah, and you gave this one an eight out of ten. It's a very good level. Uh, you're supposed to defend the Rebel Bacta uh-huh. uh, ducks. Bacta is basically like this super medicine within the lore of Star Wars, while taking down the uh, empire and there's some ancient buildings you don't want to destroy. Right. Um, at the end of it, Moff Sheridan shows up in Imperial shuttle. Uh-huh. You fight him. Uh, the advanced missiles make it very easy. <laughs> right. Uh, take him down and that's the end of him. We've got here that Kaysen gets shot down, but she's okay. You confront Moff Sheridan <laughs> in his shuttle and finish him once from for all period. Yay period <laughs> bonus here is the cluster seek missiles yes which will you will want before the next mission uh yeah she gets shot down but she's fine so and that's crazy how how star wars does that where if you're a good guy and you get shot down you're probably gonna be okay if you're a bad guy and get shot down no you're, you're, if, you're toast. if you're a bad guy and you get shot in the leg you're dead yeah well that's very true as well especially coming from a group in the empire that can't shoot for crap anyway. Like you got Han Solo with his little blaster pistol and he can shoot <laughs> people from 400 yards away, but you've got that guy. Uh, like we're, we're what about five feet apart from each other. Yeah. I couldn't hit you if I was a stormtrooper. Yep, if you were dressed all in white and had a helmet on, you couldn't hit me. So whatever. Um, so that was the end of chapter three. As Hammy said, we're going to move to chapter four. Buddy, you got this one here rated pretty high at a nine of ten. This is uh this is the a battle of calamari. This is the best level in my opinion. Hold on, is it really calamari? Yeah. Holy crap! I was, this I was is Admiral Akbar's home planet. He's from calamari. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> Seafood jokes are funny. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> I did not know this. So this it's like great. we've we've got this Star Wars character who looks like a catfish. What's his what's his home planet? It's called a calamari. I always thought he was like a lobster. I mean, yeah, he does kind of look like a catfish, but he he's always reminded me of a lobster for some reason. Um, you're in a V wing as your default. Yeah, the first time you get the V wing. The opening cutscene's weird. Okay, well you've got here play as wedge exclamation point. So. Yeah, this is six years after Return of the Jedi. Okay, Luke is you know off doing something else. You know whatever. Getting uh, blue milk from the things, and well, you didn't see the last Star Wars, so I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Well, that that the, the Disney universe isn't canon; <laughs> it didn't happen. And and this, he's he's you know off doing whatever happened in the extended universe at this time, but <laughs> probably training new Jedi. But Wedge is over Rogue Squadron at this point. Uh, Wedge, Case and Moore still in it. Uh, you've got these world devastators coming in. It's this massive ship. That's coming in and it's going to take out these cities where Admiral Atbar's people are from. But the opening cut scene is strange in that you see V-Wings and A-Wings fighting each other. Yeah, you've got it here. Uh, confusing, rebels shooting each other down, question mark. LOL. Yeah, it was it was strange. It was it was odd. I think they meant to have ties. And I think it's maybe a glitch, just an overlooked glitch. It, it probably was. Because I don't even think A-Wings are even in this level. It's just V-Wings. Yeah. And V-Wing is really good if you've got the advanced lasers and the Seeker cluster missiles. Uh, but you have the World Devastators. you got to shoot. that. They've got these four like jets mm-hmm. that they're 
on as they're slowly moving towards the city. You got to take those down to stop it. Uh, you've got these things called tie D's, right? Which is for that. droid. They're basically unmanned tie fighters. Okay. You've got these uh, wave skimmers, mm-hmm. which is an AT AT on like jet skis. That I, I need to see that now. Much faster. I bet. But you can actually destroy them, which I think you could destroy them. Normally, it just took a lot of hits. Sure. I know after you tied them up, you could keep shooting them and blow them up. Well, it's because like you're a speed rudder. I mean, there's probably not a lot of weapon power yeah, there. Yeah, speeder, yeah. Um, speed rudder. <laughs> so it, it's a fun mission. It, it's unique and that you're taking on the uh, world devastators. You can fly up top, take out the turrets. Yep. Stuff like that. It, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, You've got here that the voiceover guys apparently rode through. Yeah, so the guy that's been giving you the mission briefings the whole time, he shows up again. He's talking. He's like, Commander, this is Rogue 3. And it's like, what? what? You're here in Rogue Squadron? He's <laughs> uh, giving it from his point of view the whole entire game. Yeah. Turns out he was dead the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have Luke not on this mission uh, and have probably the best looking level in the game. Yeah, I, I thought it was awesome looking. <clears throat> A lot of mountains, some ocean. Uh, the cities were cool looking. Um, and, and that's the game. That's the end of the game. Yeah, once you beat that, you beat the game proper. Um, there are some bonus levels here. There are. Based on getting, I, I want to say it's all, all bronze. All, all bronze gets you the first, then all silver and all gold. Okay. Are there's cheat codes. Or there's cheat codes. I know for a fact I had to use a code to get the last one, but I unlocked the first two legit. Okay. So. Because I wasn't getting the gold on that stupid fest mission. So, <clears throat> excuse me, bonus level, uh. Number one, also known as level 17, is Beggar's Canyon. You gave this a four out of ten, not not super, super big. No, you're in a T-16 Skyhopper. You're racing three <laughs> other uh, members of Rogue Squad. You're back to being Luke because this is a bonus mission. And uh, dep- whichever opponent you beat determines your uh, medal. So to get the gold, you have to beat Wedge, which he takes the hard route, which is a lot of twists and turns right. through this. A little canyon. If you fly too high, they accuse you of cheating, and it's game over. And I think this is one of the first levels I went to on the um, the YouTube playthrough because I was yeah. I thought that was the first level. I was like, okay, Beggar's Canyon is not a big <laughs> deal. I, I got like two seconds into it, and I died. Well, well it, I'd, I'd fail the mission. It, if you notice on my summary, and we might share this summary. We yeah, might, might yeah, that'd be that. neat. Uh, I, I list the new enemy you introduced do, you do. And I was in every level. Uh, and, and go ahead. So on, on every on every uh, level so far, Ham's got you know level sixteen Battle of Calamari. He gives it his own personal rating, and then you've got the default um, ship that you are, and then under that he's got the new enemy that's being you know kind of introduced in this level. On this one, Ham he's got new enemy N sixty four controller summary win the race FML. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's just a funny because um, beating Wedge was rough, man. Right. I, I couldn't keep up with it. I couldn't figure the out only, if there was a The only way I could beat him is there is a shortcut. Yeah. I found it by accident, but apparently speedrunners use it in a, in a second shortcut. Okay. Quite a bit. The second one's a lot more risky because it's easier to fail it. But this one is basically you get to a point where you can fly over two hills and okay. you don't get caught cheating. Okay. Well, so that, that was my thing. Like I was, I was getting, you know, in the canyon and I was fine. Oh, I, I can still hear the stupid music from this level. In my head. 
and I would get too close and I'd go a little high and it'd be mission over. Like, what are you doing, Skywalker? But this right here is also where I found out where I was playing under your profile and you're the Supreme Ally Commander. I am. And it, <laughs> and it would say, are you okay, Supreme Commander? It doesn't seem like you're <laughs> yourself today. And I'm like, uh, I'm not the Supreme Commander. I'm He's an imposter. Get twin him. Twin brother. Um, the second uh, bonus level, number 18, was the Death Star Trench Run. Um, you only gave this a 5 out of 10. Yeah, it's uh, it sounds a lot cooler than it is. It's the only mission that takes place out in space, by the way. Okay. Even though you're technically tied to the atmosphere of the Death Star. Um, the problem with this one is it's extremely difficult because you're just you're all you're doing is flying to the end of the trench. Uh, you want the the seeker missile on this. I don't know how you would beat it without it, because at the end of it, you got to lock on right. to the port where you fire the missile yeah just like the movie yeah then trust your instincts you're getting lit up by ties and turrets who are incredibly accurate summary uh just make it to the end the trench has turns lol really really hard level yeah yeah the trench has unlike the movie the trench has turns now in the sequel to this game uh rogue leader start rogue squadron 2 Mm -hmm. Uh, which is on GameCube, fantastic game. Uh, you do this mission again, and this time it doesn't have turns. It's more like the movie. Okay. Um, and then the last level, you've got the Battle of Hoth, which personally is one of my favorite scenes in all the Star Wars lore. Yeah, I, I love it. Was Return of the it was Je- or, uh, Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Love that one. Uh, you gave this one a five out of ten. So the bonus levels so far have been four out of ten, five out of ten, five out of ten. They Just, suck. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then. Um, it's this one's super short. Right. You, you save a guy who crashed, and it's funny watching him run around because he's not animated. It's like he's stuck <laughs> in some weird uh, run pose, and he's sliding across <clears throat> around, dodging lasers. So it looks like Atari. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you save him. You go defend the shield generator. It can be difficult because you got to take down some ATATs before they blow it up. Uh, of course, eventually, you know they do, but you find out the Millennium Falcon made it off and. Thus ends the mission. Very, very short. So that's if you play the missions going forward. After you've beaten the mission, you can go back, and usually there's other ships that are unlocked. That not the could, speeder missions. Well, not the speeder yeah. missions. That's the only one. But you can get other other ships to kind of try your luck at. You, you know, can. Uh, obviously, Which will make the – Yeah, it'll make the Wild Wing missions better. Right, right. So uh, overall oh, – I love the game. I absolutely, I know I was a little harsh on a lot of the levels. Well, I mean that that comes to comes to pass, but I mean you're you're basing it off of your memory and the difficulty and what you what you personally liked and didn't like about it. That's that's what we do here. Right. So, but overall, man, it was it was great, especially at the time to fly around uh, because on Shadows of the Empire they had a mission at the end where you could uh, you were in a space battle, right? And it was great because you're fighting this big space station. There's a Death Star. I mean, a Star Destroyer. Uh, there were you're flying the outrigger which is that character's it's kind of like a different looking millennium falcon right but you could enter <clears throat> excuse me i'm catching what you got uh you could enter a code and play as either a x-wing or tie fighter i would get the x-wing in shadows yeah in shadows okay. and the last mission like i said i was obsessed with x-wings i played i played so much for hours just flying around shooting down tie fighters yeah because that was as close as I, I could get to a game where I could fly an X-Wing like I wanted to. Right. I played it so much, I had tape on my TV. 
to serve as a crosshair. There you go. So I could aim. There you go. You were the original cheater when it comes to uh, scoping, I guess. Yeah. So, um, so when this game came out and I could finally fly an X-wing like I wanted, right? You better believe, man. You were all over. This it. was all I played for a long time, and I and still to this day, I love this game. I yeah. absolutely do. Well, I, I think it's got a lot of replayability. Obviously, from the difficulty, from the if you're chasing medals. Now, you don't have to chase the medals to fully complete the game, but those that are completionist and that love Star Wars and... <laughs> I mean, you can technically beat the game without getting a single medal. You could. You could beat the game as a trainee, I guess. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> but uh, you can tell my medicine's starting to wear off. I'm, just, yeah. I, I'm very nasally right now. So I, I told Hammy, I said, I just took some Alka-Seltzer in 30 minutes. you got a three-hour window that we can record. So I think we're almost at our at our three-hour limit. But um, I enjoyed the game. What, what bit I did play through it. I suck at the game. What little bit I did play through, I just got to play it more. I just got to play it more. Get back used to the to the controllers and stuff. For as bad as I am on this game, I'm I'm so much better at Star Fox. And, oh yeah, and Star Fox is the better flyer. Now this game was completely one player. It was okay. So there was no 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 two right. player uh, hey buddy system kind of thing. two was one player. I'm about ninety percent sure three was one player, but. Three, you could unlock two. two, and it was so two. So you could buy Rogue Squadron three and have Rogue Squadron two, and have it as two player. Okay, because my oldest nephew was about as obsessed with X Wings as I was, and he's just a few years younger than me. DJ, yeah, yeah. And so we would when we found that out, man. You, we played a lot. Of, we played a lot of Battlefront two, the old Battlefront. Oh two. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just a lot of. He and I bonded over Star Wars quite a bit. And to begin with, before we decided to do what next week's episode is, we just, we were going to do two Star Wars games back-to-back yeah. and kind of capture the magic that is Star Wars that's coming up. But we decided that, that Battlefront 2, which, which which is what that game was going to be, uh, was a little too long for us to try to get in review. Well, we want to do it justice because it is a fantastic. Exactly. exactly. Fantastic. That still looks good. Oh, it It's does. available on Xbox One. Uh, it, was, it was just free not too long ago. It was. Uh, in fact, DJ, he's got an Xbox One. He he he, where, where he's at, and and the county he's at, they have terrible internet, so he just doesn't have internet. He brought his Xbox over so he could download it. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, but it it it's yeah, but it's really a three sixty game. But it's back. Well, it's actually an original Xbox. An original game. Xbox. Exactly. It's backwards compatible. But, but it, it does look good. Oh man, it looks because we played through it, it for a little bit. It does bit. Yeah. for as old as it is from the system. But that is a great game, and yeah, I, I th- that's why I wanted to cut that one out, out and use right. this one because that one I really want to dedicate a lot of time to really do it justice. That's Absolutely. something you and I need to get play through together and actually beat. Oh yeah, and and again, you know, now that we've got the Elgato stuff, it may take six days to upload the video if it's a long video, but. <laughs> yeah. We can at least get some some playthrough and some commentary on it and stuff. So right, know, stay tuned for that as so, well. Yeah, we're we're not poo pooing Battlefront Two. Oh gosh, no. We're wanting to do it justice. Exactly, exactly. Kind of like any other game that we do. <laughs> <laughs> we want to do it justice, but you only get the Hammond Spam version. So, all right, well, quick break. I think we've got some questions uh, from probably probably roast beef. <laughs> uh, pastrami. Roast beef didn't have any. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good deal. We'll uh, we'll stay tuned. We'll get some more questions and we'll get out of here. 
So no music this week? No, I'm not messing with Star Wars. Well, let's do our own. Okay, so we've got a... I love that music, by the way. Fantastic music. Beautiful rendition of it. I like bananas, too. All right. So we've got a couple of questions from Jeff, a.k.a. Pastrami. Okay. And he asked, what's your favorite Star Wars game and what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Okay. Uh, my my game is going to be KOTOR, not Soul Republic. Okay. Um, I've heard a lot about this game. I, I actually had mentioned about reviewing this one, but again, yeah, it's an RPG. It's, it's a long game. Oh, yeah. And Incredible story, though. Oh, yeah. Great twist in it. I, I think there's still people playing this game. Like there are legit. Well, there's like, a there's an MMO now, the Old Republic, that's still active. That's, yeah. uh I mean, it's based around the same idea. Sure, uh, a lot of the same story and stuff. Just set you know, a few thousand years later. Wow. Um, favorite movies: Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Um, for sake of argument, I, I did say my favorite movie was Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. The bad guys win. Golly, I'm a bad guy guy. I'm a heel. Well, it's 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 good because. It adds a human element to Luke. Oh, yeah. That's what I think's missing with the newer movies. When you've got a, a a main character who doesn't lose at anything, you don't relate to them. You're not wrong. And with Luke, you saw him rise, you saw him fall, you saw him get back on his feet. Yep. Same with Anakin. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I Empire's amazing. Um, but just for sake of argument, I would say that probably three... The episode three is probably Turn of the Jedi. No, episode three. Oh, Revenge of the Sith. Yes, episode three. You see, that's that's how my mind works. Yeah, if I say three, you go straight to six. I, I, the original trilogy is one, two, and three for you. Look, growing <laughs> up before before ninety nine, these came on uh, WTTO twenty one every Sunday. <laughs> they did come on from church, watch Star Wars, go Eat. back to church, <laughs> go to church, rinse, repeat. Yep. Um, but yeah, I always liked uh, Revenge of the Sith. Again, we kind of touched on it. You knew the story; they had to tell it some way, and I thought they did a pretty good job. They of did it. Uh, that that part where Vader rises up and you oh hear yeah. his breathing for his the breathing first time. First time, golly! And the same thing kind of with uh, Rogue One because Rogue One was a good movie too. Oh yeah, when you first hear him when you first the when he comes down the hall, and it's so funny because I've seen memes about it all the time. You look at the the lightsaber fights in four, five, and six, and how just you know. You know, I'm going to swing to the left. You swing to the right. We're going to clash. And then you get the the lightsaber battles in one, two, and three and uh, Rogue One. Like when he comes through and he's just slicing and dicing all these rebel ship masters and everything. So awesome. And then you get, you know, straight into episode four and he's just barely being able to swing. You're like, chop, chop, chop. So, yeah. But I liked it. Um, as far as game goes. And, and it's funny because that's supposed to be right before episode four. Exactly. Cause, I mean, like he's he's like a total bad A with swinging that swinging he that got red gout. lightsaber. <laughs> well, the one limb he had left. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That'd well, be my luck. Well, hey, why don't we just cut your foot off and just put a robotic foot on there? So how did you become Darth Vader? Did you fall in a volcano too? Nope. Had gout. <laughs> Oh goodness, that's funny. Um, I haven't played a whole lot of the Star Wars games, but the one that I played the crap ton out of was Lego Star Wars, the original. Those Legos games are those fun. Those Lego games were fun. That's kind of where I got got into it at, and uh, 
it was so like they told the story but didn't say anything like they literally it was, it was quiet they just went through all the scenes and kind of put some funny stuff here and there like chewbacca would rip off stormtroopers arms yeah and, and you know that's how how he would defeat them so i'm with you man those are good games they were good games um, i liked them he also asked what kind of star wars game would you make uh, uh well i mean we just did you know uh ships and stuff here with uh rogue squadron so that one's kind of been made like a rogue squadron remake that'd be cool an yeah. hd yeah an hd remake would be very cool um or even if they did a, a fourth one you know completely just kind of continued the story or i don't know it's rumor they're working on one. Oh, really uh i don't know anything to go back and maybe redo these last three pre or these last three sequels <laughs> I would uh there there was a rumored game that was going to come out before Disney bought the franchise uh-huh. that was going to be about like bounty hunters. Ooh, and that would be neat. Of course, Disney canceled it because Disney is Disney walking cancer easily. But uh, anyway, I want to see that. I, I would like to see because most of these games you're a Jedi. I want a game where you're basically a Han Solo. Boba Fett type. You're sure. not a Jedi, but you've got a blaster right. in the ship and you got to make money. You're going to smuggle. Be you're going to be a mercenary. You're going to be a bounty hunter. Maybe you could do a little of each. Maybe you could work for the Empire. Maybe you could work for the Alliance. You could play them against each other. You could work for the Huts. I would like to see that. You want Grand Theft Auto Star Wars? Uh, mm, mm, not really. Well, Okay. It's uh, in my mind, it would be almost like a Fallout, Star Wars. Okay, for lack of a better term, where okay. you could where you could choose sides, maybe a Sid Meier's Pirates, because you could choose the different countries to work right. for. But you could choose what you how you wanted to go. <coughs> what was the game that Nick said he liked for PlayStation? Mercenaries. Mercenaries. It'd be kind of like it. Yeah, it I could see that. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. The game, the game where you could, you, you, you weren't a Jedi, but you could choose your profession and you could choose which side to work for exclusively or play them all against each other. That would be very cool. That'd mm-hmm. be a very complex story too. It would. Maybe sometimes neat. you have to fight a Jedi or a Sith. That'd be neat. You got to figure out how to beat someone like that. Uh, I would, I would like to see, um, see one from a stormtroopers aspect. Like, yeah, I just think that'd be neat. You kind of get that with Battlefront. A little bit, a little bit, but just, I don't know. I mean, because in the old, the old lore before, you know, in, in four, five, and six, anyway, they're all clones. Yeah. So. Well, actually, by the time mm-hmm. four happens, most of the clones are dead. Uh, so there's volunteers. Oh, well. But, I mean, once they've established the empire, then people start signing up. Sure. Well, I'd like to see that, like. Instead of them calling each other names, they call each other numbers. Yeah. Like, oh, that's right. You're not XYZ456. You're XYZ457. <laughs> How stupid of me. Uh, yeah. I mean, we all look the same. So, um, but yeah, I think that should be pretty neat. Um, yeah. Possibly anyway. Just just a different perspective than Jedi. Sure. I know it's how I like KOTOR and it's a Jedi game, but I would like to see, you know, something different. Yeah, I'm, again, everything's all good guys. Like, oh, the good guys win, the good guys win, the good guys win. I kind of like the um, the Force Unleashed games. Yeah. Those were pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get very, very far into them because it, 
There's a lot going on. I wasn't a big fan of the character you are, though. No, I wasn't. But the story behind it was interesting where Vader saves yeah. you and you're kind of his new apprentice, but you're a secret apprentice. And Yeah. It, it's just it's just neat. And I know it's not canon. It's, you know, an alternate storyline, whatever. But it, it was it was good. And they did a lot of stuff with the second one where it they tried to make it fit more with what was already been established with the canon, the yeah, canon stuff. I wouldn't mind seeing a game based way back when the Jedi first started, <coughs> like they first realized they could do the stuff they can sure. and the Sith first broke off from them. That would be neat to tell that story. Yeah. That would be neat. So, so the, the origin of the Jedi, maybe the origin of the Sith. Okay. Well, um, while we got a little bit of time here, uh, the video game awards were just this, this past weekend. I watched the entire thing. Hoping for something from Nintendo and got nothing. Uh, you know, that was so much disappointment to me. Well, the only thing that really was said anything about Nintendo was the cross-platform stuff. I think they've kind of gotten into that market a little bit more. Yeah, well, they, they, they had. They've been working with Microsoft a lot. It looks like Sony's coming to the table finally right. on some things. I know with Minecraft they are. But I was really hoping for Breath of the Wild 2 announcement. Yeah. I think a lot of people were because I had one screen. I was watching the awards. The other, I was watching Twitter. Right. And seeing what people were saying. And, oh, man, people were like, maybe it's next. Maybe it's next. <laughs> so every time that Switch thing would pop up, they'd, like, hold their breath. Here it comes. Here yeah. it comes. Oh. <laughs> so probably, probably I don't know. I, I think that game probably be late next year. I think the biggest and news by next year, I mean, 2021. Right. Right. Uh, I think the biggest news was they finally released the new Xbox. Yeah. They, they show what it's going to look like and what it's called. Strange name. It, they should have just called it the GameCube. Yeah. The, the <laughs> game rectangle. The, yeah. There you go. The game, the game, uh, cylinder, but they, uh, and they show what it looks like. I was kind of unsure about the design. Right. But the more I see it, the more it grows on me, especially when you realize it's not as big as you think. Have you seen, like, IGN did a mock-up of what the size is going to be? Yeah. It's basically an Xbox controller wide, an okay. Xbox controller deep, and three high. But okay. it can lay over on its side. Okay. Um, I watched uh, some guys talk about it. They said when they designed this console... And it's extremely powerful. It's four times more powerful than Xbox One. X. That's crazy. Because capable of doing, capable. Get another one of those stupid calls. <laughs> uh, capable of doing 8K. Oh wow! Possibly up to 120 frames per second. Wow, they built this for the future. Then, which again, like an Xbox One X, is like a higher mid-range PC. Right. That's why I love PC gaming so much because it just it's the better graphics, smoother gameplay. And this is almost bridging the gap between console and PC. But they said when they first designed this console, Phillips, Phil Spencer is the head of Xbox. He went to the engineers and he said, what it looks like doesn't matter. I don't care what it looks like. Here's what we want to do. Right. Build it. We'll deal with how it looks later. Well, and one of the things you told me is it's going to have two disk drives. I've, I've heard that. I heard that one time, and I haven't okay. heard it since. So that might have been just some rumors, speculations. Well, the one know. thing that they did announce when they announced the new system was it was going to be backwards compatible with all previous yeah, yes. Xbox games. Everything. they said. And so it's it, got to have a disk drive automatically. Yeah, it, it will. And, and I think that's where they had said, you know, there might be a Blu-ray drive. There might be a DVD drive. I don't know. Again, we'll apparently know a lot more at E3. Oh, E3 yeah. is going to be big. Yeah, with PlayStation 5 coming out, new Xbox. What is the Xbox called? Uh, the Xbox Series X. 
Series X. Which makes me think there's going to be more than one sure. in this series. A lot of people think there's going to be a cheaper version. It doesn't have any disk drive in it. That every it's completely digital. Right. Which honestly might be something I would be more interested in because at this point in my life, I've got so many physical games. Yeah, you need to pull that pullback. So yeah, I, I need to. <coughs> well, I've, I've completely stopped buying physical games for my Xbox One. I've, I've completely stopped. I that's a good it. idea. And but I would I would need the disc drive because really the only game retro that I'm going to play the most of that is supposed to work is going to be NCAA Football 14. Yeah, which is funny. We should say that we'll parlay that. Into uh, next week. Next week's episode is going to be our Christmas episode, right? With Justin, yeah. And we're going to do a movie watch along of Christmas Vacation, right? A lot of people are looking forward to that. A lot of people we know personally are looking forward to that. Um, there's a big revelation, so make sure y'all listen to that one because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so when y'all hear that, send your send your uh, uh, hate tweets to Clint. Uh, or or either send them to me or or or, or just tag the show whatever. Um, use hashtag ham and spam. I'm trying to get that hashtag going. Maybe we can get our own little logo thing there at the end. That'd be neat. Um, and then after that, we're gonna do uh, the NCAA football series as a as a series. So we kind of took that and said, okay, for as much as Clint talks about it, let's do. Let's go ahead and do this game. We can't just do one game because they're all pretty much the same. Football's football. Uh, different things here and there, but you know we're going to do the entire series. It fits with the bowl game. Might, might have a guest or two on it. Might have a guest or two. We're we're trying to work to see if we can get uh, Casey back down. Casey is from the Huntsville area, so it's a two hour drive for a for a two hour podcast, and then a two hour drive back. So it would kill a whole day. Um, if y'all would like to hear Casey on the on the podcast, let us know. We'll we'll guilt him. You're way too nice of a telemarketer, man. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, I was very nice. Had to pause right there to answer. That was like what, two in like two minutes. Oh, yeah. I see my phone over yeah. here lighting up. Yeah. Um, Good well, grief. What were we talking about? Well, we, oh. we talked about the NCAA. Hopefully getting Casey back down maybe. Yeah. Have, um, not have someone else yeah, or two. I'm sure, I'm sure Farmer will be on it. Uh, we'll probably have some gameplay put up on YouTube of it. Um. We're finally going to tell the infamous story that goes along with NCAA. <laughs> the we're, 30 for 30. We're, yeah, we're finally going to tell at least multiple stories of, of what goes what what has happened during that game. So um, maybe we'll get them all in. Maybe we won't. I don't know, but we'll see. So pretty pretty excited. Um, and I can't remember exactly what's coming up after that, but we, I know. we've got some stuff coming up. Can we uh, revisit VGAs for a second? Talk some more yes, about yes, the. Yes, absolutely. I was just that was a segue. It's perfect segue. So the uh, the uh, Series X, uh, they did show a few things from it. They showed a, uh, a kind of a cutscene from a game, Sinua's Saga Hellblade Two. Uh, I didn't play the first one, but heard a lot of good stuff about it. It looks amazing as far as the graphics, so I'm excited to see what they can do with it. But I'm worried about the price tag. <laughs> yeah a little bit i mean that's that's gonna make or break them man you know they they honestly xbox kind of lost this generation and they lost it right out of the gate yeah because the xbox one when it came out was not impressive no i mean well, they pushed it to, to the entertainment and side. that that e3 i think it was 2013 was cringe man yeah. it was terrible to watch and it was and and top it off 
PlayStation came on right after them with PlayStation 4, said, hey, all this stuff it can't do, we can do, and we're $100 cheaper. Yeah. And it took Xbox having to completely throw Connect out of the... Out of the, yeah, every out of everything to drop another hundred bucks, and yeah. they were just by that time, Xbox or PlayStation was already on their second lap, and Xbox didn't have any tires on their car. So <laughs> got a th- they've done a great job. I was thinking F one. Oh, okay, they did a great job of making up some ground. I think the president they got now, Phil Spencer's awesome. Right. I think the Game Pass is enough that I could honestly recommend an Xbox over a PlayStation. Sure. For right now, at least because that game pass is amazing. Yeah. And it's going to be a huge factor in the next Xbox. The fact too, that if you want, if you want to sell your Xbox one to put that money towards the series X, that's a possibility. I think I I know right now they've got a system in place where you can make payments on Xbox one X. Mm Mm-hmm. I think they're going to do that with that one too. Okay. So pay a monthly installment, pay to own until right. you get paid off. Um, <coughs> Sorry. So, so I think Game Pass is going to be huge for it. They've got a lot of uh, studios doing exclusives. Right. Uh, PlayStation, they showed one PlayStation 5 game, but they didn't show anything about the PlayStation 5. Well, I, thought, I thought it was just a video of it. Was it well, right? yeah, yeah. Not, not a gameplay. It was kind of a... Uh, Kind of a cutscene from it, right. somewhat. Uh, as far as the games they showed, not that. Well, they finally gave a release date for Final Fantasy VII, right? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> the game they've been showing for the past eighty-four years. years. <laughs> uh, and it's not even the best Final Fantasy. There, I said it. Oh well. Okay. So, um, it's the most beloved, though, according to the media. Okay, but they uh. The, they showed a few things that I was interested in, a sequel to The Forest, which I really liked. Okay. Um, just not really that impressive. I, like I said, I was let down mainly because there no new Zelda news and everything else. I was surprised uh, at the game that won Game of the Year. Which was? Uh, Sekiro. Uh, <coughs> but I think that the right game won. Um, I, I, I kind of figured that the death stranding game was going to win because the guy who's over the game awards was in that game uh but yeah. that wasn't the case uh green day performed for whatever reason green day's like in their 50s now and they did two songs and the at this point when i was watching <laughs> if he's looking like he's got a migraine as he's talking right when now. i was watching i was in a full-blown give me zelda or i'm gonna burn something down <laughs> And I was like, Green Day, stop singing. They played through their first song. They did Welcome to Paradise off Dookie, which was a good 90s song. Yeah. They, I mean, they did good with it. It's like, okay. You just wanted to say Dookie. Let's I did. It. Yeah. It's like, okay. All right. That's good. Good job, Green Day. Right, now Get off my set. Get, get off the stage. <laughs> and then they started their second song. And I was, I was like, really? <laughs> they had the Muppets. One wasn't enough. They had the Muppets present the game. Uh, it was... It was, I won't say disaster, but man, it was, it was hard to watch, especially right. when I was waiting for something that never happened. Well, so that was the VGAs, but you were also want to talk about something else that happened this week. Yeah. They, uh, well, it was actually happened, I think last week, but uh, yeah, it was last week. They, right. they finally released uh reach for the master chief collection. Mm-hmm. So you can get every 
meaningful Halo game on one disc. Well, I say disc, tongue in cheek disc. Uh, but what? For, but you know, for the Master Chief Collection. Mm-hmm. So you've got one, two, three, Reach, ODST, four. Yep, and not five. <laughs> the one that you didn't like the most. And but you had five. You also had the two Halo Wars games, yeah. and there were a few other like little spinoff games yeah but, it was like spartan assault yeah. which was kind of like a top-down game where you right you know you push the one analog to fire and the other one to kind of aim and run so but reach is a good game i re- i think the story in reach is great well again you you, you knew the outcome you know, they just had to tell the story so and i thought they did a really good job they did so great campaign I, we, I, I we played the crap we we played Reach is probably the number two game we played the most on Xbox 360 for sure. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. Three three by far has got to be more. It's got to be. Reach was the first one I beat on Legendary Solo. Yeah. Because at one point before they added a lot of the new stuff, I had every achievement for that game. And I think I had every one of them before they added like the last group of yeah the online achievements. Yeah, stuff. they'd add some maps and new achievements. Right. And I, by then, I was out, out of achievements. Yeah. yeah. Same. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We we need to have a Halo night. I, we do. I've said that for a long time now. We need now that they're all together and they're all HD, sixty frames per second. And we you know, I've got Mixer, and I've got all of our uh, podcast info on my Mixer. Okay, Mixer is Hammy ten eighteen. Um, so if we uh, play through that, I can stream it. Okay, people can see it live. Now, as to the quality, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, you do live in the heart of Alabama. We do. Rural uh, Alabama. Talk to, talk to Windstream about that. Their, <laughs> their copper internet, but we'll, <laughs> copper internet. we'll do what we can. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll find, a, find some way. Even if we just got to record it and put it up. We could we could record it and put it on YouTube. Too. Yeah. So. Entertaining. But um, I don't know. I think it'd be fun. Maybe we have a uh, a game night with anybody that likes to. Listen to us. I know the guys over at uh, uh, Finish the Fight. They do that from time to time. They'll have a game night for right. Halo. Well, you know, we have our retro game nights. We also have the Halo game nights a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, again, join us next week for our Christmas vacation re- review with Justin. Yeah. And then. Uh, Excited and, and about that. I, I am too. Again, the revelation is going to make me sound like an idiot, but <laughs> y'all listen to that one. Uh, it, it's scheduled to drop next Sunday. Uh, at seven central, um, this episode is thirty four. I did look it up by the way, so I've been saying thirty three. Y'all won't know that it's thirty four to the very end of the podcast, but it's actually thirty four. I you don't I, care. Actually, when they click on it, it'll probably say episode thirty four. It Star Wars Rogue Squad. It will. But then I'm they gonna, knew before you did. Yeah, technically, technically. Um, but uh, I'm still watching Lost. Trying mm-hmm. to get through. They're trying to get through Lost right now. I'm in the middle of season four. Short uh, season. A very short season. Uh, just past the constant. I asked Justin the question. I said, if you go from now back eight years, who your constant? And it was on his birthday, obviously. But, like, who would your constant be? So, like, we we talked a little bit about Lost. And, uh, gosh, it's a great show, man. I love it. Amazing show. I do love it. Um, that's about it. We got a Christmas tournament coming up this coming weekend uh, for basketball, for Mesa's basketball team. So, we're about to hit the door running with with basketball. Obviously, it's not near as time consuming as as football was, but and also we've already recorded next week's episode, right? So and it's already loaded. It's set. It's scheduled to go. Scheduled to drop. So this will 
but the last time, I guess we could say Merry Christmas to everyone. Yeah, hope you and, have, it, and it means something. <laughs> yeah, hope you have a great Christmas. Right, and uh, then we'll see y'all right before the right before the new year. With Happy the, Hanukkah, uh, and, and Kwanzaa bot, and Kwanzaa, <laughs> and Boxing Day for for Can- for Canadian bacon. Have a have a very special Boxing Day to Canadian bacon. Yeah, I haven't heard a lot from Canadian bacon. I did notice though that we've had ten downloads between Ontario and the what is it? is it montreal is that the other providence yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know anyway we've in uh in that area we've had 10 downloads in the last like week so i guess canadian bacon fell off a little a little uh on the cold side for a little bit but they fired the heat up and he sizzled right back up so anyway with that uh we'll see you guys uh again from a live standpoint y'all have a merry christmas and uh we'll catch you next go around Still not doing Star Wars music? Nope. Okay. Da, 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 da,